I just sold every single one of my stocks and I don't plan to buy any more stocks until the end of the year because I believe we're going into a major stock market recession. And inside this video, I'm gonna give you some valid proof to help you guys understand the massive volatility that still can come in the markets. Let's get right into it. You know the drill, subscribe, like. We did call, I just wanna point this out, the last stock market recession during COVID, the literal day it happened. Check this out. February 24th, that was the gap down and sell off. We did not touch these highs again till months later. Reason I'm telling you this is because I'm not just trying to pump up myself, not trying to tell you I know it all. I'm trying to tell you the stuff that made this stock market crash happen is the exact same economic factors we're having right now and more. It's some scary stuff. So please go and watch this past video, how to trade the 2020 recession, profit from the drop. I do go over ways you can trade it, but we're just going to go over the factors that are affecting the economy right now. Here's why I think we have a 50% drop possible in the markets. I did go over this inside the trading group, and I'm going to go over it again right now. The PE ratio, which is the price of the stock, which is the SPY divided by the earnings of the average of all the stocks inside the index fund. The average PE ratio is at 31. And guess what? We were at 37. So we're already down 20%. The market's down 20%. Makes sense. You're starting to understand this. We had a high of 45 for the PE ratio and the dot-com bubble. So that produced a massive stock market crash all the way to 2008 where we hit a low of a PE of 15. So the PE ratio has not passed the 30s since Black Friday and the dot-com bubble. So being above 30 is ridiculously dangerous to hold stocks, which means likely we're going to see some epic selling to a place where it's going to be more reasonable. The only place we can go to is the average. We're probably going to get pulled to the mean, which is at 16. If you do the math, 32, 16, that's about a 50% drop in the markets, which is on freaking real. You see the markets right here? We're going to go over the charts and explain why we're still in the middle of a massive drop. But the only reason we deserve an average PE of the last, you know, 50, 100 years of the market of 15 to 16 is because if rates keep going up, then the earnings and the, the market become more expensive with an interest rate increase it just puts a lot of pressure on high pe stocks which naturally drag down the markets drag down earnings drag down sales raising the interest rate is a good way to head us into a real quick recession which basically is happening right now i do want to point out the one thing that happened recently that leads me to believe this is the selling. This is the beginning. This thing is going to be tanking very hard in the next couple months. I think the bottom could come in this year, but if we have a slow selling year, this could be a multi-month thing leading us into next year where the SPY still is trying to find a bottom. So the slower we go, the worse this is. We want this to be quick and painless hit 360 in the SPY and bounce, and then boom, we're good to go. They don't raise interest rates anymore. That's my ideal scenario. Write that down. I predicted it right here. Hopefully that's correct. That'd be my ideal scenario. But 
Here's the one reason I thought we we're dropping because we never did this in the past and I've been watching the markets for almost a decade. That right there, do you know what that is? If you know what it is, comment below. It is a first sign of weakness. That's a lower high, fam. A lower high is when the market fails to make a new high or an equal high. A lower high is very, very, very bad because that shows that the sellers are in control. The buyers had a chance and they failed, which is what happened weeks ago. The Fed spoke, raised interest rates a half a percent. They're looking to raise it 0.75 now. It's going to be crazy. So the market sold off on that news. If you go to the past, we don't have any lower highs that did not produce a massive run after. So right here, we almost did it, but boom, a couple weeks later, a higher high. The sign of market strength is always making new highs. Boom. As you can see there, a higher high. I mean, there's no place in the past that we've seen a lower high bring us down and stay down. A couple weeks later, higher high right here. I can go through a lot of examples, but guess what? There's one place we made a lower high, and you guessed it. You know, that bad, bad recession we don't talk about. I got to scroll back weeks and weeks and weeks. 2008. Isn't this insane? One lower high. Two lower highs. That just indicates tremendous weakness, and you had the biggest sell-off in the stock market history. Boom, 2008. You can go back to 2000, the dot-com bubble. It's going to be the same thing. The story always repeats itself. The market does fall off cliffs when you have those lower highs come in. Look at those lower highs in 2000. One and two and down and down and left and right. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully that makes a lot of sense. Hopefully that convinces you that the weakness is here. And the other reason I see weakness, you probably see it on my indicator, is a red cloud. I talk about this in the market execution course, the cheapest course we offer. I don't want to pitch that too much more, but you see the red cloud here. That indicates the market is in a sell mode. Don't buy the dip. Wait for this thing to turn green again, because once it's red and it stays red, this is just down pressure all the time. You don't want to mess with the red cloud. So if we double click this, Sorry, we're going to change it to candles. And we have the beautiful market mover indicator on TradingView. And I want to show you another key indicator that tells me tops are in, baby. Tops are in. When you flip from yellow to blue, bad news. Bad news. That indicates a lot of tops in the market. And this is not as accurate as a red cloud. But if you combine indicators, you get multiple pieces of confirmation, which is the treasure chest of a great trading strategy. So I'm giving away my strategy, but you can see here, there's the blue candles. Once you flip to blue, it's bad news. So this is a market mover indicator, uh, my personal indicator I created. Blue candles, every time you get them, it just is a little weakness. There's one random blue candle. But here, 2016, we had two bouts of double bottoms, little pullbacks here. You just want to be patient and wait till you see the yellow candle. As a beginning trader, I have a simple rule that would have saved me a lot of money. I'm hoping it saves you a lot of money. When you see indicators, oscillators above the zero line, you don't fight that. That's great for calls. If you see indicators and oscillators below the zero line, don't fight that with calls. It's good for puts, which basically is shown on my indicator as blue candles below the zero line, as you can see down here. 
Yellow candles above. So if it's yellow, let it mellow. Get Grab them calls. If it's blue, drown it down. I don't have a rhyme for that. We're looking for puts. So with that in, with that indication, um, we're just playing puts, playing puts all day, all week for the spy, and just looking for more continuation down to 380. I think we're going to be hitting that relatively soon, and then 360. So be prepared. Again, faster is better. More reasons we're seeing economic possible collapsing is COVID. This happened, never happened before COVID, until the last recession. So typically recessions are predetermined they are predicted in the bond market so people will get uneasy and they'll start fleeing to bonds and what this does it produces an inverted yield and i want to explain this because it's not too confusing but people are confused by it it's just basically where a short-term bond is paying more as a yield compared to a long-term bond which doesn't make any sense. If I gave you my money for 10 years, you'd probably pay me more than if I gave it to you for two years. Like if you're a business, if you're borrowing money for someone, you you think that the yield would be better. But because people are mass buying longer term bonds, like a 10-year bond, that is where the yield goes higher. So because they're buying the bond, the bond coupon rate goes up and then the yield goes up i think i'm probably explaining it wrong but basically so much buying happens to the 10-year bond we see that the price goes up and the yield goes down yeah that's how it works price goes up yield goes down and that's what inverts it where the 10-year doesn't pay as much as the two-year when we ever see the yield curves flip we do see recessions and big pullbacks happen so this is what it looks like on cnbc when they're flashing all their doom and gloom you have the bond rate you just divide them when the two-year is more that's when it goes negative so anything negative is scary stuff so this happened march 31st so if you ever want a good indicator when the market's going to crash check the bond yields um kathy wood talks about this so i'm not crazy when they invert it's terrible stuff the other thing i want to point out is recession's coming why not save money if you want to trade with me for a full year, huge discounts in June. I don't want to overpitch this, but there's 25 spots. So, I mean, recession's coming. Why not trade with somebody who's been through it all? 25 spots, save some money, get in with us in June. Just hit the waitlist link below. We'd love to have you. So, two more things I want to point out that are going to blow your mind. So, the unemployment rate is way too low. They can't hire. There's too many jobs out there that are struggling just to fill, just to get people fully booked like you go to the restaurant and there's only one waiter so they can't even have half of the tables filled they have like three or four tables filled the unemployment rate is way too low so raising the interest rate should alleviate that get people out of jobs and flip them into new ones or put people who are lazy on their butts back into jobs i just got a message from cnbc saying uber was basically shutting down a lot of the stuff's trying to save money, cut costs, and they're cutting jobs. So a lot of people are going to cut jobs in the next six months. So please be prepared. Pick up a new skill. Try to better yourself so you're not a slave to employment because the unemployment rate is going to skyrocket this year. And the thing is, 
having it low is not a good thing. This is also another indicator that a recession could be around the corner. When you've squeezed it and there's not enough juice to go where the market can't produce more earnings, they can't produce, they can't, don't have more workers, and that really limits the upside of companies. So we need workers. So having the interest rate pop is actually good. You know, we'll have a little shift in jobs and should make us a little bit more lean. The other thing I want to point out, this is going to blow your mind. This is going to put pressure on the big old fat real estate market. We haven't seen this thing really get squeezed in a while. The interest rate for a 30-year mortgage is at 5.27. Earlier this year, it was at 2.9. I think I locked in my rate at 2.9. So it's up 100% from there. And people are paying more for the same house. When they go to buy on the market, they can't afford the house they used to have be able to afford. So now they have to look at a cheaper price, which means the houses that are listed at 500K probably will have to drop their price because there's less buyers interested to meet where the buyers are now because they can't afford that 500K house. They can only afford 400. So prices come down, price shock. The other thing that's going to be really scary, unfortunately, is that adjustables. Adjustables are going to get wrecked when people start flipping over into the adjustable period. So they were at 2% in the last 12 months. It goes up to five. They can't afford it. They're huge real estate investors with a hundred properties. Boom, they're out of business. So if this interest rate gets over six, seven, 10% for a mortgage, this is going to really, really put terrible pressure on consumer buying power and the economy. So it's scary stuff, but I'm here to help you along the way. So subscribe, like, you know the drill, and I'm happy to see you on the next one. Peace out. Have a great day.